Welcome to Therapist in Your Pocket, the podcast that's here to wrap you in warmth and sprinkle a little bit of sunshine in your life. I'm your host, Lucy Ellis, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me. I'm passionate about creating a safe space for open and honest conversations where we explore the depths of the human mind and heart. My mission is to enliven, inspire and enrich your life by helping you discover your inner strength, your worth, your uniqueness, your special source. Remember though that Therapist in Your Pocket is not a replacement for professional therapy. The insights and the advice shared here are meant to support and inspire, not to diagnose or replace individualised care. Your well-being is so unique and so personal to you. So self-responsibility is key. What we discuss may not be 100% applicable to your unique circumstances. So let's embark on this transformative journey together with an open heart and a spirit of exploration. You're in great hands and I'm here to guide you with warmth and understanding. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode five. I'm just churning these out. Well, it feels like I am. Um, I, you know, if you've listened to every single episode, um, including this one, thank you. Thank you so much. I hope that for your sake, you're taking some of what I'm giving you and you're incorporating it somehow into your life, into your day. And I really hope it's making a difference for you. And if it is making a difference for you, and you are getting something from these podcasts, then I'd really encourage you to, you know, um, give me a follow, give me a review, send me a message, let me know what's landed for you and what's helping you. It means the absolute world to me to know that what I'm doing is making a difference in your life. So today we're going to talk about Christmas, jingle bells. Um, We're going to talk about Christmas, in particular the vibe that we're choosing to come into Christmas with and the triggers that we might be anticipating already around Christmas time and what we can do about it so that we can move through this beautiful, chaotic, messy, uh, busy time without losing ourselves and without putting the undue amount of weight and pressure and stress on ourselves and our family and in our relationships. Because let's think about what Christmas means to us. Let's think about how wonderful it is if you've got children to be part of that to be part of making magic for them let's think about 
when we cast away or we drop the financial stresses and the financial pressures and we drop the pressure to um, show up in our family in a certain way or the pressure to be somewhere, we drop all of that. What's left for you? Um, what is the good, the good stuff that Christmas is for you? And there might be, well, highly likely that there's grief. The grief can come through very strongly around this time of year. And so that can be feel like a bit of bittersweet thing, can't it? It can be heavy in the one token but also remembering um, the love and the traditions and the space that someone took up in your life. And each year it changes a little bit, doesn't it? Like um, I know in our family we had a tradition of going to foster every year and, and my kids would wake up in foster and Santa would visit them there at my grandmother's house and their great-grandmother's house. And we did this their whole entire childhood until up until two years ago when um, my grandmother has been placed into a nursing home and that tradition um, changed drastically. So um, we, we now no longer go to foster. And so... Christmas looks very different for us and the kids have had to adjust to that and everybody has had to adjust to that. I've had to adjust to that. Um, and, it, and, and we say things like, it's just not the same. It's not the same anymore, you know. And it isn't the same. And I'm sure that you have your own stories around Christmas. You know, maybe there's been... Um, a marriage separation for you and you have to share the children um, or you're doing it all on your own and it's just not the same. It's not the same sometimes. And we grieve what was, what we had and let it be a beautiful, um, a beautiful like reminder that to be present with what we do have in that moment. And I look back and we had very many funny, funny times in those traditions. There was one year that we didn't make it to foster for Christmas and that was the year that I, on Boxing, um, not Boxing Day, Christmas Eve, we were due to go and I was running around doing all the things as always and uh, I went and thought I'd be very efficient and fill the car up ready to go for when my husband came home from work. And I filled the diesel car up with unleaded fuel. <laughs> so I met because the uh, petrol station was just around the corner. So it made it home without a peep you know, was actually quite good. And I parked it out the front, loaded it all up um, 
and uh, we had this thing where my mum would come around the back and she'd take the Santa presents um, because we couldn't take those in the car with us. It was a whole big mission and exciting. Um, so we loaded the car up, we were all ready to go and then we went to turn it on and it wouldn't turn on and it only clicked, you know, afterwards and we were thinking, what is it, what is it? And then I was like, I know what I've done. (laughs) So that year we didn't make it um, to foster on for Santa coming on Christmas night. But we did actually end up packing the car up, our other car that was a tiny little thing, um, really just a little run around. The kids were starting to get bigger and we were just we just had to get the kids to foster on Christmas and we ended up driving on Christmas Day in the tiny little car and packed to the rafters. But we can look back on that and we can laugh now. Um, and there's always those kind of messy, fun kind of moments. And when we're really stressed and when we're really angsty and when we're feeling the pressure of all the things on top of us, we... The joy gets stripped away, doesn't it? It really does. And so I wanted to create this episode for us to just be reminded of what does it mean for us and how can we move through this Christmas season with an intention for spaciousness or to have the joy, to have the spirit and to have more fun. And make some changes instead of having to stretch ourselves so thin. I want to let you know that you get to make changes. You, (laughs) you know, you get to decide where you want to do and what you want to do. And you also get to make some changes around expectations of you um, in during the Christmas time. So... That's the first question around Christmas. What's the vibe that you want to take with you into this Christmas season? I know for me, I want it to be spacious, easy, relaxed, lots of joy, lots of fun, lots of magic. What's yours? And let's learn to breathe and let be because as you are listening to this, guess what? You've made it through every single Christmas ever. True, you've made it through every single Christmas. Maybe there might be some triggers around Christmas time for you that have been sparked and some traumas potentially. And you're still a survivor. You're still here. You've still made it happen for yourself or for your children. Or And so knowing that, I want to let you know that you're going to get through this one too and you can get through it 
clenching and stressing and losing sleep and tossing and turning and crawling over the finish line or you can be relaxed and open and loving and filled with fun and joy. So let's align ourselves with the big picture and the vision that we want for our Christmas. And we can actually create that vibe. And our vibes are contagious. So if you raise the vibe in your family, people come and meet you where you're at. If you're stressed, everybody feels that stress and it takes a little bit of their joy out of Christmas. And then if you are feeling stressed and strained and like there's no time for you, then I invite, I want to just reiterate that, guess what, you don't have to go to all the things. If it's not joyful and it feels too hard and it feels too much, you don't have to go. Create the space for yourself. Please don't do things out of obligation. And then lastly, I want to share with you to do it your way. Do Christmas your way in your unique way. Maybe you want to bring in a new tradition. Maybe you want to get rid of something. Make the changes that feel suitable and relaxed for you. Again, let's get rid of the obligations. Let's get rid of the pressure to have to perform, to have to be somebody that you don't want to be. You don't have to. You don't have to. In fact, I highly encourage you don't do that and you never leave yourself and you always show up as your beautiful, authentic self. So now, now that we've got our vibe, now that we know how we want to move through our Christmas season, let's talk about triggers. Let's talk about, let's unpack these triggers, these triggers that are found in our complicated families. Some family members we know would not be our friends if we, because we choose our friends, but they're our family and there is love there and there is love to be found there. And I want to talk about how and why our family trigger us so much. And maybe you don't have this problem. And maybe you do. Um, 
And this has a great deal to do with shame. And in order for us to uh, in order for us to unpack shame, we know that we first must look at our parents. Now, shame lives in the shadows and when we speak about it, um, when we shine some light on it, um, the more we can see it and the more it does not control us. However, we try and keep our shame hidden So we start to adapt parts of us to protect or cover up the shame. And what what this is called is we become over-identified with the opposite way of behaving. So let me give you an example. Let's say that... You have somebody in your family that always takes over and is really, you feel like, takes up so much space that there's no space for anybody else to do anything. And it triggers in you feelings of being left out or feelings of... um anger, resentment. Now, because this triggers you, you might be over-identified with being respectful, not taking up too much space, um, knowing your place, uh, letting things flow rather than direct and push and control. And because you're over-identified with being this person, then the other part of you that is wants to take up space, wants to take charge, wants to control things, wants to apply some pressure, has been hidden in the shadows. And so when you have a family member that does this, it will trigger this response in you. And when we look at our parents, we can see sometimes this is very clear. You know, we can sometimes fall into this idea that we are better than our parents, better in the sense that um, we're more uh, connected with our children, we're more focused on our children's needs, we're more attentive than our parents were to us. Or we are bringing in new and and, and different ways to do life that our parents didn't do for us. Um, However, when when we make ourselves bigger better than our parents and of course I want to let you know that this is all 
an unconscious process. This is definitely not something that you're consciously saying, I'm better than my parents. But just comparing in that unconscious way, the parent that we feel like we do better at than they have for us is usually the one that we long for the connection with the most. We deeply, our soul deeply longs to be close to the ones that gave us life. And the more we talk about it, the less power it has over us. So we do all of these adaptive type behaviours and it comes out in all sorts of different ways. And the question that I have for you is what have I constructed around myself to protect myself from feeling the deep sadness, the longing or the grief? You know, there is such a vulnerability that's required to say to somebody, please just hold me. And I want to let you know that your heart can bear it all no matter what. No matter what it is. And often we enter the healing world hoping that if we see enough light, we will be healed. But the only way to resolve something is to look at it and to move right through the centre of it. And at Christmas, we're all just reacting (laughs) from these disowned parts of us. And the grief and the longing and the sadness wants to be seen, wants to be held, wants to take up space. And if we're trying our best to play our role, the role that we play in our family, showing up how we feel like our family wants to see us, And the more we are hiding that shame and not allowing it to be felt and seen and heard and loved. And the first place is to look at our parents. Whether they are alive or not, we can still look at our parents because even if they are not here with us in physical form, you are still having a relationship with them and there might be still enmeshments and all sorts going on with our parents. Looking at our parents as they are and you standing in the shoes, in your shoes as an adult, perhaps even as a parent yourself. And looking at your parents simply as they are. The real version of your parents, not the idolised version of your parents, not what you missed out on 
that they didn't give you because perhaps they will never give you what you wanted or needed. And being able to look at our parents as they are in all their realness And seeing what has occurred for your parents to make them who they are. And we get to take ourselves out of the centre of our own story and see the disconnection in the parents that is not personal. And then... Asking yourself, you know, how is it to take my mother as she is, just as she is? And to look at our father and and say to ourselves, how is it to take my father as he is, just as he is? And notice if you feel ashamed of your mother or your father. Maybe you reject one of your parents. And if we reject one of our parents, we will have shame within ourselves because we are made up 50% mum, 50% dad. We are made up of our parents. And when we're rejecting one of our parents, we are saying that which created me is not good enough. And that translates into me not being good enough. And so potentially if you are listening to this when you've got some spaciousness, you can, and you know, you're not... um driving the car or um, doing anything important, but uh, you can take a moment to be with your mother and, and say to your mother, I take you as my mother. And take a moment to be with your father and see your father. And say to your father, I take you as my father. I look at everything that happened specifically to you as my mother or as my father. And I see I want a better mother or I want a better father. when we don't take them exactly as they are. That which created me is not good enough, then it's going to be very difficult for us to thrive because we're saying where we came from is not good enough and it's our job to evolve beyond our ancestors 
not to be better than our ancestors, but to evolve beyond them. So in order to evolve beyond our parents, we have to take them as they are and take all of our ancestors as they are. And when we evolve beyond our parents, we're not better than them. But what that means is we get to change the fate and the opportunities that present. Because it's a different world. Each generation, it's a different world. So there are different opportunities. There are different ways to do life. And you come from a long line of women that have not had many choices of freedom And now you have many more choices. And we can we can bow deep respect to our parents and know that you are alive today because of the suffering of the previous generations. And in your lineage there are uh, such a mixed bag. We come from a mixed bag of perpetrators and victims. We are everything. We have the capacity for everything. And if you are completely negating your whole history, which is what we're basically doing if we're rejecting our parents then how are you able to live without shame? You have all these ancestors that survived all of this and all of that and then you turn your back on them? It's hard to do when you look at it from that way. So you can take a nice big deep breath in and imagine opening yourself up with your breath to take both your father and your mother as they are. And potentially you can feel like a settling in your body. Oh, that feels good. That feels good. Because um, and not all shame is systemic. Not all shame is coming from how you reject your parents. But I imagine that in the Christmas period, even if the people that are triggering you are not your parents, they are somehow related to your parents. And I wonder if you look closely at the relationship that one of your parents has with the person that's triggering you and feel feel into that feel into that's where the longing is maybe you want your father to choose you over their new spouse or their new family. But your problem is with 
the the new spouse or hmm, maybe you long for your mother to advocate for you but your problem is with an auntie or with a sister or brother-in-law Just taking some space now. And I mean, if we think about it, if we think about Christmas, it is a celebration of life, isn't it? And even if you're Christian, not Christian, and you don't go to church and um, that's another tradition of ours, or not, not so much me, but my mum and my auntie and my my grandmother would go to church I mean my grandmother went to church every Sunday but um my mum and my auntie would go to church every Christmas Eve (laughs) their one stop time that they would go and what I'm saying is this is a celebration of life Christmas is a celebration of life and everybody belongs around the Christmas table around the dinner table everybody belongs Even Uncle Jeff that has been cut from the family. He belongs around the Christmas table. All the people that have passed on, that can't be here, they belong around the Christmas table as well. Everybody that has been born into your family belongs. And I want you to know that you deserve a place around that Christmas table because you belong too. And we get a sense of how we belong when we take our parents exactly as they are. Because they are the ones that have given us life. And if Christmas is a celebration of life then we get to enjoy everybody and feel back into the magic that is Christmas and put a smile, a natural, from the inside out smile on your face. Allow your heart to swell. And... Be in gratitude as you bow to your parents. Hmm. All righty. Now we are doing the self-love bank self-care activity for this week and this week it's um, inviting you to surround yourself in nature and what a beautiful time of year to I mean well I'm recording this podcast in Australia where it's really hot this time of year it's a I mean no matter where you are nature's always fun isn't it no matter what the climate but I just feel like 
this time of year there's so many beautiful places for us to go and explore and and drop into so go ahead and bathe in nature in some capacity allow yourself to go somewhere where you can't even see you know a building if you can if you can get somewhere where you can just completely drench yourself in nature and for me my favorite place is to be around trees I really if you do go in nature then I'd love to see your pictures tag me in them um, send them to me And listen in, I have a beautiful, exciting uh, offering for you in the form of a one-day retreat on the 31st of January, 2024. This beautiful one-day retreat called Gather, Grow and Align is carefully crafted to dive into the principles that a lot of the principles that we uncover in this podcast but in particular connecting with your unique energy we have got to be done with giving away our power giving away ourselves overextending ourselves and feeling depleted with our energy i have a way strategy for you to be able to follow your unique energy that will help you to not only have more energy but to make more energy and to direct it and create some magnetism in your life so that you can not only this is not about um, just doing nothing this is about actively going after your goals but doing it in a very 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 different way a more empowered way a more relaxed way a more open and receptive way a more feminine way so please come along um, and if you are listening to this before the midnight on Friday um, the 1st of December you'll be able to get the early bird tickets but if you are listening to this um, on or after the 1st of December 2023, just know that you can still grab your tickets and it's worth every single penny. This day is going to be so unique, so special, so connected. Not only will be aligning you with your unique energy, but we will also be uh, healing and letting go of all of the blockages, all of the fears that have held you back until today let's do life differently if you're feeling like you be, you get burnt out you get stressed you get overwhelmed way too much this is the retreat for you i cannot wait to hold you in this beautiful space and create a magical day for you a day that you will remember that will hold you 
for the whole of 2024. The link to purchase your tickets is in the show notes. See you there. And as we wrap up this episode, dear listeners, I want to leave you with a heartfelt reminder that you deserve to revel in the joy of this beautiful festive season. Amidst the chaos and the celebrations, go ahead and and allow for all to be here, for everything to belong, for everyone to belong, for your emotions to be present and to be here. And allow yourself to ride these emotions but also to feel the love that is wanting to come through because if you're feeling a lack, if you're feeling a missing, if you're feeling um, like you, it's not the same or you're feeling like you want more or just that you want anything to be different, just know that all that is, is the love trying to get through. And you can take a big breath and just say, it's here, whatever is here is here. And feel how that love can flow so much more easily through through you and out of your heart. Let go of the unnecessary weight Breathe in deeply. Allow more love into your heart. You deserve every bit of the warmth, joy and love that this season has to offer. So embrace it. Embrace it with open arms. Savour the moments. And remember that in this big, ugly, crazy, beautiful world of ours, You're a shining star, deserving of a place around your Christmas table. Wishing you a season filled with peace and love and moments that truly matter. Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Mwah!